plus. Read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Scared of a bunch of water and get out the rain. Order a rapper for lunch and spit out the chain. Then kick a lungy off the tip of his timbo and trick a honey dip into a game of strip limbo. Odd, he couldn't find no remorse. A wink is as good as a nod to a blind horse. Of course, his technique was from a divine source. Never knew the price of ice or what swine cost. One guy tried to bite the heat. It's when he discovered the other, other white meat. Oh, the one they hate so well. Sure keeps the cycle like the old Bates Motel. They came to ask him for at least some new tracks, but only got confronted by the beast with two backs. Knock, Mouse is a made man. Villain laid it down like the best laid plan. Bell the cat, who the hell is that near the middle? Got y'all, but it's not all bearing Skittles. Prepare the vittles, got riddles and spittles. Crystal clear to the jot or the tittle. Hot off the griddle, came to take the cake whether it's a lot or a little. Kaboom, Doom is nervous large. You could tell by his blooming room service charge. Dark and tall to boot. The only thing was wrong is he was bald as a coot. Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 56. Crazy week. You know, in my iPad, I, uh, I write topics I want to talk about. Since I only do this once a week, I, I write topics I want to talk about in the week ahead. And uh, a day after I did the podcast last week, there was a whole outrage. I like how people get outraged only for a day, max two days. If you're a celebrity or a politician or some a public figure, if you get in trouble with something, don't ever apologize because it's going to go away in two days if you ignore it. But uh, last week, there was this whole Mario Lopez thing where he said... Uh, kids parents shouldn't be helping their kids transition or something and when they're trans uh when they're three and everyone flipped out like he just said he's a pedophile actually if he said he was a pedophile it wouldn't be as big of an outrage as uh what he said which was a very sane normal thing to say or you would think that's the case, but I guess that's not the case anymore these days. We've all gone insane. And uh, so I thought that's kind of something I would have talked about, but not really. And then he apologized the same day, the same day in the afternoon, he apologized. And uh, his job is still maybe on the line. But um, I'm bringing this up right now, and I guarantee you, you already forgot about it if you heard about it last week, because a lot has happened. But also because we just throw away stories really quickly, and a lot of people who are out- outraged pretend to be and then they just move on to the next thing. So, um, yeah, trans kids don't exist. I said it. I said it. And I won't apologize. It's not a thing. Mm, you know, my little brother thought he was Batman and Captain Hook when he was a kid. Imagine if my parents were like, yeah, you're Batman. And they bought him a bat. Actually, that would have been cool. If they bought him a bat cave and a Batmobile. And then he had a butler and then he had uh, the belt with the utility belt with all the things. That would have been dope, actually. So, um, yeah, if your kid says he's Batman, just do it. We need Batman. I think more than anything, we need Batman. We need a hero we can all believe in because <laughs> it's getting weird out there and crazy. But the, uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the questions I got this week were about the, the shootings and what should we do about guns and all of this. And... Uh, so that's what I'm going to talk about. That's what I'm going to talk about. But you're going to hear a different point of view 
this week on this podcast, you're not going to hear the talking points because both sides have talking points. I'm so sick of the right and the left. I'm so sick of them because they are so narrow-minded. They're so incurious. The problem these days is people are incurious. The most interesting conversations we can have are the ones that are dangerous, the dangerous conversations. One of my favorite YouTubers, a 14-year-old named Soph, just got banned from YouTube and, uh, and banned from Patreon because she says things that are offensive. Offensive things are the most interesting things. I mean, it's as simple as that. What's free speech if we can't talk about things that, that are uncomfortable? And that's kind of my whole thing with this gun thing. You have prominent people on the right capitulating to the left saying, yeah, we need to end white supremacy. No. (laughs) I mean, that's impossible, and that's not the problem. That's, That's not the problem with this. You have crazy people on the left and crazy people on the right. And you're an incurious person if you think this is what the problem is. And that's my whole thing. Imagine imagine going to back in time a little bit and you have millennials being born, baby millennials. And then imagine uh, parents being pushed to drug a whole generation. And imagine parents being so lazy and so trustworthy to authoritative figures like doctors and teachers and schools and, and just kind of uh, giving them their children and saying, here you go. My kids are, are lab rats. Let's, let's just test all these hardcore pharmaceutical tr- drugs on them when they're kids. And not only that, let's raise them. Well, they're going to be the first generation we raise online. And you know what you get? A crazy, drugged-up, nihilistic generation that is that grew up with 9-11 grew up with the internet grew up with the the social media and cell phones and all these things and feels more disconnected more detached from everything have meaningless lives than any other generation ever it's it's unheard of how we've raised as a society millennials and now gen z you're this is a recipe for disaster that's my whole thing so then people wonder why these horrible shootings happen. And to say it's white supremacy or to say it's Antifa or the crazy left or to say that it's the guns or to say that it's violent video games or Marilyn Manson who they blamed for the Columbine shooting, you have to be extremely disingenuous, extremely gullible, and extremely incurious you have to question everything that the pundits on TV or the politicians tell you or celebrities. For some reason, we pay attention to celebrities now like they are all-knowing. Maybe it's because they are all playing superheroes and we actually, in our brains, subconsciously think that they are superheroes. And, and, and it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. There was an article I saw... Um, I think yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. 89% of UK Gen Zers say their lives are meaningless. I wonder why. And I wonder what that number is in the United States. Probably the same, which 89% is very high or more. 
That's why that that's why things like the free love movement, which is kind of the the beginning of all of this, the ni- it, it, the free free love equals nihilism. If families don't matter anymore, then nothing matters. And if you have a whole generation that say their lives are meaningless, that's a recipe for disaster. It's not the guns. And then you have to ask yourself, why do people gravitate towards extreme views like white supremacy or the Antifa movement or any or, 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 or the Democratic Socialists of America, uh, any extreme movement? Why do people gravitate towards that? They need to find meaning in their lives. Why do people believe the world is flat? <laughs> there's, I mean, there, there's a million of these out there. And there's, you know, I, I guarantee you in the United States, there has to be two million people that believe the world is flat. And it's not that they're retarded. Oh, my God, I said the word retarded. We have to, be, people will be more outraged about that than anything else. You're being outraged about the wrong thing. And we have to question why is this happening? Think a little bit deeper than white supremacy. Why are people gravitating towards that? Why do people feel like their lives are so throwaway? And 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 it's not the guns because I tweeted I tweeted this uh, a couple days ago. Let me pull it up. I said a sick, lost, drugged up, and nihilistic generation will use any tool at its disposal its disposal to inflict the pain they feel. The biggest domestic terrorist attack in the United States was in 1994, I think 94. Timothy McVeigh used um, agriculture, uh, agriculture for fertilization. Commercial agriculture. You could buy it anywhere. And he blew up a building, killed nearly 200 people. If someone wants to do something, if someone goes that crazy and wants to do something, they will do it. It's not the tool. We have to find the, the, the root cause. And the root cause is deeper than white supremacy or the guns or video games. And that, that, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's disgusting what the politicians are doing. They, they use these sort of attacks. They love these sort of attacks. How about that? They are frothing at the mouth. Every time something like this happens, they need to be the first one there. Uh, uh, ben O'Rourke flies to El Paso, Texas, gets on CNN, and calls Trump a racist. Boom, hey, that problem solved right there, right? That's the, pro- the problem is solved. Imagine if it was that simple. Imagine if, if that is how we solve these problems. And, and the thing is, the reason, the, the reason why this is really horrible is because they know exactly what they are doing. And they are they are using these things. They know what the real problems are, and to confront them, they can't take money from pharmaceutical companies anymore. They can't take money from any of these companies anymore. Think of the look at the commercials on mainstream media, both on Fox and on anything else. And this is why they don't talk about the pharmaceutical, the crisis of 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 uh, the real crisis of drugging two generations in a row. They. Gives that they, they are the ones who advertise on those channels, but doctors and schools are over prescribing Adderall, which is which is a methamphetamine. It's way more addicting and way more powerful than cocaine could ever be. Cocaine comes from a from a plant, okay. 
And if you get good cocaine and it's not cut up with uh, uh, baby laxative and all and, and all these other things, you're 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 not gonna die. I'm sorry, and, you, and it's not gonna be as addicting. It's not gonna be as addicting as Adderall. But Adderall is fine because a guy in a white lab coat gives it to you. And they're drugging kids, especially boys, who are more rambunctious and more prone to to you know suicide and all of these things. They're giving them these drugs at six years old, starting at six. And then when they get older, that you have to even it out. So they're they're going to feel anxious and crazy and all these things. And they're going to give them Xanax, which makes you suicidal. It makes you suicidal. It may, Not only that, but it makes suicide be like um, as inconsequential as getting a haircut. Yeah, maybe I'll commit suicide today. Those are the thoughts that will go in your head when you take those drugs. Do you know when you walk around every day, your number one mission when you're walking around besides going to get food or or, or uh, going to sleep, finding shelter or having sex or whatever, the number one thing subconsciously, 24-7, is I need to be careful to not die. I'm walking across the street. I need to look both ways to not die. And Xanax takes that away. Look at the pictures of the past three shooters. Not only do they all look the same. Forget skin color. Fuck that. That's bullshit. Forget skin color. Look at their faces. They look identical. And it's like meth. If you look at a meth addict, a crackhead, they all kind of end up, their faces morph into it's it's it, it morphs into the, they look identical it, it's like a, it's almost like it's a side effect like if if people who people drink a lot they they their faces get bloated and they all kind of end up looking the same or if you if you look at people stoners they all end up laughing and talking the same so this so look at the the, the root cause of the shootings and i guarantee you 90% of the time they're going to be drugged up to the point where it's impossible to avoid being crazy after being drugged for so long. That is the real problem. The cherry on top is going to be the addiction to porn and social media and all of the anything that 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 um, isolates you more and more and more. That is is the those are the cherry on tops. The root cause will be ninety percent of the time it will be the overprescription of drugs, and then you have. A mental health crisis in this country, more than any other country, you have a mental health crisis where everyone's depressed, everyone's anxious, and everyone's this and everyone's that. I wonder why they are drugged since young, since six years old, seven years old. They don't know a life without it. It's not the guns. I have an AR type, an assault rifle. That's not even a type of gun. I have an Assault weapon, which is a term the media came up with and politicians came up. I have one in my closet. I haven't looked at it. I haven't taken it out uh, in like, I haven't shot it in like five years, four years. I mainly bought it because uh, when Obama was president, there was talks that he was going to ban it. So I was like, fuck that. I'm going to buy it. He's not going to, I'm getting this before he bans it. Uh, I never really had interest in having one because I wasn't thinking about hunting back then. But uh, actually, I'm going to take it next month to Alaska and go hunting with it. But 
no one's most of the gun most gun owners aren't thinking about doing anything bad it, it it's such a farce that that conversation and then you have people on the right capitulating and saying well maybe we we will uh do common sense gun there's no such thing as common sense gun laws it's 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 that's not a thing because it's so vague what do you mean by that what do you mean by common sense gun laws because the moment you say okay you know what we're, we'll write up a bill, it'll be bipartisan, and we'll pass it. Then that is a moment another shooting happens, and then they're going to say, you know what, that didn't work, we need to go more extreme. To the point where the Second Amendment is irrelevant, there's there's thousands of laws on the books that just totally ban it, and it's incrementally, it's little by little. They're going to ban it slowly, but surely. Their, their goal is to ban it in, totally. And then guess what? Shootings will still happen because we haven't faced the real problem head on. Why why do we believe people in white lab coats without without anything? I I, I without research, without any pushback, I, I don't understand it. You're putting your kids on crazy drugs. And it, it it's kind of like how people just get divorced without caring about the consequences. You're a piece of shit. If you just, if you get divorced, like it's nothing. Let me tell you a little bit. Of, I'm gonna take a little detour for a second and, t- and tell you a little story about that. Um, in my gym, in the past five months, two women, one older than the other, for some reason, they come to me and tell me that they just got a divorce. Maybe they want me. I don't know. That kind of just occurred to me now. That that might be why. A uh, lady yesterday showed me her hand. And uh, I'm looking at her nails like, okay, you got your nails done. I don't, I don't know. And she's like, look, look. I'm like, I don't, I, what, are you, what are you showing me? Also, I, I forget that when you get married, you have to wear a ring. <laughs> my, my parents don't wear rings anymore. They've been married since 1979, so they don't wear So I, I just totally forgot about that. I don't even know which hand it goes on, by the way. Um, and I go, what? She goes, I got a divorce. And she was really happy about it, too. And I was about to be like, oh, God, that's a that's a big mistake. You're you're in your 40s. You have two kids. You're not a hot commodity anymore. You're you're not. You're uh, like it's it's so selfish. And I go, oh, and she goes, yeah, 13 years. And I and I go, uh, I was about to say that big mistake. And and then I kind of held back and. And uh, she goes, so what do you what do you do? Like, how do you get how do you go on dates? I'm like, I, I don't. I have a girlfriend. And she's yeah. But before I'm like, I, I don't know. I would meet people out or I would use the apps sometimes. And she's like, yeah, I'm on the apps. Uh, and I go, oh, God, I, t- I rather than just destroying her self-esteem, which. On a different day, I would have. Because. What value do you have? Seriously, you're 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 in your forties. You have two kids. You're not in your prime. Who's gonna want to go out with you? And 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 by the way, it's easier for men when they get a divorce. They age better. I mean, if 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 they don't get fat and you know if they take care of themselves, and also they can have kids until whenever. But. Uh, and they have more money. The older you get as a guy, the more money you have. So it's different. 
but I, I rather than destroy her self-esteem, I was a little bit vague. And then I think she got the point, but I told her when I was dating, I was on an app and I met a girl with a couple million followers. We went on a date. She was really good looking and so was I. So so am I. I'm not going to lie, I am. I, you know how people sometimes are they 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 try to be humble and they're like, "Oh, I don't know." No, no, like I I get it. I am. And uh so we had we had a nice time. We had a good dinner and whatever, and then she texted me later on. We I didn't sleep with her or anything. Uh, later on, when I dropped her off, she texts me and she goes, hey, I had a really good time, but I don't think our brands align. Okay, so that's me, a young, I wouldn't say successful, but there's a lot of possibility of that. A young guy, good looking guy, and that's what I experienced. So I told her that story. It's gonna get rough for you. My whole point with this story is I just think it's sad I think that we're quick to we're we're all kind of living these false realities. Like we're going to be funny and good looking and young forever. And this lady, she's in her 40s, she w- she would tell me about stories of her, her and her husband and all and her friends they go to Vegas and party and do drugs and whatever to get away for a little bit and they, you know, I, that's fine. But uh it's getting get gonna get sadder and sadder the older you get. The more you ignore the fact that you're you you you're older. You have responsibilities, and you're gonna th- just throw that away and be that selfish. Her kids aren't in their teens. They're young. They're four and six or something. You're gonna be that selfish. We we uh, we don't care about family anymore. We don't care about uh ra- raising our kids properly anymore. And then also with the millennials, you have a whole generation that was um, super guarded. Helicopter parenting. Everyone's special. Everyone's this. Everyone's that. <laughs> You're going to raise the most fucked up generation, and it, and it has happened. That's what happened. And you're going to pump them with drugs because they're, they're going to they're be unstable. They're going to be sad. Their parents are divorced. Uh, they can't go outside and play without adult supervision. They can't do anything. They have to stay inside. They're gonna stay. They're gonna live sedentary lives. They're they're not gonna move. They're gonna be precious, and you're gonna have to protect them. They're gonna blow up, and it's happening. And we're ignoring it. We're still ignoring it. If we think the problem is white supremacy and guns and Antifa and all these things, why are people gravitating towards those? People need meaning in life. They're going to find it in the weirdest places. Why are people obsessed with Belle Delphine and buying her bathwater and her pee for $10,000? Why are people paying uh, uh, e-girls $1,000 a month so they can text with them? We'd rather ignore those things. Or we'd rather think it's more fringe than what it really is. But it's not. It's more and more. If 89% of Gen Zers in the UK think that their lives are meaningless, then then we, we haven't even seen the major problem yet. And to think it's guns, you have to be kidding yourself. It's insane. The most responsible people I've seen have been in gun ranges. I've felt weirder in bowling alleys. There, there have been shadier people in bowling alleys than gun ranges 
I've seen father and sons go to the gun ranges shooting. The, the kid is like six years old, super respectful, knows where they're not dumb when you're six. Let's pump them full of drugs and ruin their lives. Let's get divorced right away and ruin their lives. Let's destroy the family and ruin the, ruin their lives. The, the, this is kind of like another thing of why globalization uh, is horrible for the the for the identity of a country. If you do not feel connected to your country, it, it's a chain reaction. You won't feel connected to your community. You won't feel connected to anything. You need things to bring us together, things bigger than yourself. Uh, which is why why religion is is important. Even though I don't participate, I I don't participate in religion. I understand for the majority of people why it's important, and to and to be be snarky and this smart. I mean, it's so funny when you're young and you rebel against those things. You think you're the first person to, uh, um, to discover atheism. It's just so easy. I saw this quote on Twitter today uh, by G.K. Chesterton. He was, uh, I guess, like a philosopher, an author in the late 1800s. He died, obviously. He's dead. I think he died in the 30s. Uh, So I saw a quote from him today that I kind of liked. It says, The truth is that irreligion is the opium of the people. Wherever the people do not believe in something beyond the world... They will worship the world, but above all, they will worship the strongest thing in the world. What does that mean? Think a little bit. I don't want to tell you. It's it's interesting, though. So, yeah. Um, also, there was a there was something going on yesterday. Where, because uh, Trump was saying, talking about mental health, uh, people were like, oh, every country in the world has mental health problems and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but are all the other countries drugging their population like we are? No. We have a major problem with addiction in this country, and it's not illegal drugs. Opioid addiction. They're, they're, they, there's a, the prescription drug addiction in this country is insane. And people, like, rappers talk about taking Xanax like nothing. Xanax is so dangerous. Um, so, yeah, it's mental health plus other things. And then also you have to ask yourself, why are more people depressed now than they've ever been? I was saying this to my dad yesterday, that uh, war is good. It brings us together. And, and, and it's, it, it's, it's natural. I mean, we've been doing it forever. And the sad thing, I was actually thinking about this today too, the sad thing about the invention of uh, the atomic bomb is that we're more cautious about world wars than ever. Uh, I don't think that there really ever will be another world war because if there is, then that's the end of the world. But when we fought for something greater than ourselves, it it, it brought the country together like, like no other. These little stupid wars like in Iraq that last forever, that's not what I'm talking about. And also enlisting in the army and all that used to be really good. Um, we, we, you know, we we used to not be so self-centered. And then I was also telling my dad yesterday that I guess you know the best thing that can happen is if aliens attack us, attack the whole world. We literally would have to put our differences worldwide. We'd have to put those aside and solve that problem together. That would be amazing if, if we don't lose. 
<laughs> but um yeah. I also wanted to talk about the Quentin Tarantino movie, but maybe I'll save that for next week. I you know, maybe it won't be as relevant next week, but it was my favorite it's my favorite movie of the year and there were some articles that popped up that were talking shit about the movie and I wa- I've seen it twice already and um I loved it. Loved it more the second time. It's 2 hours and 40 minutes and I've seen hour and a half movies that felt longer than this 2 hour and 40 minute movie. It was really good. And um, I don't think Quentin Tarantino did it on purpose, but a lot of the underlying themes in it are very current to today. And it and it's also because history repeats itself. Um, and and, and uh, I want to talk about also a specific scene, like my favorite scene of the movie. The best scenes in movies have beginning, middle, and ends. Like the scene I'm talking about could have been a short film. And uh, it's that good. But... Um, I don't want to jump around too much from topic to topic. And a lot of your guys' questions this week were about guns. And I feel like I've answered it, but I'll go deeper maybe with the specific questions. Um, but uh, the last thing in this opening rant type of thing that I wanted to mention was um, the Democratic Socialists of America, which is, I guess, you know, another weird movement that's getting bigger. And uh, these are the these are the types of people that I'm talking about with regards to um, mental health and insanity and self-centeredness. And um, yeah, so this is a video from their own convention. Let me play it. It's like 50 seconds long. You've probably seen it already. It's been all over Twitter. so crazy (laughs) and um people think that this is a minority but this is getting bigger and bigger and um this is what's infecting the democratic party that's that's those are not outlier those are those this is getting bigger and bigger and um you're not that special bro Oh, no, that was gendered language. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. You get what I'm saying, guys, right? You get it. All right. Um, let me get to some questions. And, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, today, so I got to, um, I pretty much after this have to get going. I have to quickly and then i'm going to um 
uh, uh, recording of a podcast, Eric Weinstein's podcast, uh, and his guest is Brett Easton Ellis. I've probably mentioned him on here before. He's a friend of mine. And that's just a coincidence. I got invited to that by someone else. And uh, Peter Thiel is uh, producing this, and it's recorded in Peter Thiel's offices. And not to name drop, but I, I, I want to change... I want to take this podcast, I've been talking about this the past couple weeks, I want to take this podcast outside of Sadwater, I want to do it three to five times a week, and I also want to have a proper YouTube channel, and I'm going to get backing for it, I'm going to get money for this, I'm going to raise money for this, and I want to record it out of his offices, I want him to produce this, I made a whole business deck, and not business deck, but like a deck about the show, and um, that's kind of my mission right now, so it's important that I go, and that's why I got to kind of go make record this podcast quickly but um my phone's also going off but yeah i um it's annoying my phone but um interesting things are going to start happening with this show and i'll keep you guys updated so let me get to the questions Where are they? Okay, there they are. I've had like 10, 10 questions about the gun thing. So I'm going to read like four of them in a row. Um, El Paso shooting guy wearing different legs in the police photo than what tapes show. Uh, people blaming Trump for the shootings. The conspiracy that the recent shootings were staged to take media coverage off Epstein and then theory that the shootings are government government cover-ups um, and then my response is the real conspiracy is government not wanting to solve the actual problem that's the real conspiracy that, you know when you're young it's so easy to focus on conspiracies they're very fun but it's the same as thinking the guns are the problem um, you're taking away from the real problem they, they it's the conspiracies are fun and and i think that one out of 10 of conspiracies are probably accurate like i'm very suspicious of 9-11 and the, the official story it doesn't really make sense it's like a bad action movie where there's a lot of plot holes but this uh i think that that jumping to uh, jumping on the conspiracy bandwagons with these sort of things it's counterproductive like I said, the real conspiracy is the government not wanting to solve the real problem. The, it's the media. It's also the media. The media and the pundits talking about guns and white supremacy and Antifa. It's not... Um, it's, 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 it's sad. It's sad that, that, that we believe these people just because they are in authoritative positions. I think that like believing a conspiracy, it's just easier to have people conjure up our thoughts. It's like fast food. You go in there and the food is made before you even order. They have that, that little tray that slides the burgers down. And one of those is the one that you're going to order. That's what the media is. They have the narrative packaged up, ready for you to consume and ready for you to espouse like they are. And 
it's comforting like fast food that that is there for you to consume so conspiracies are kind of the same thing the world is very complex and it's nice and comforting that complex situations are there ready to have all your answers solved you don't need to really do anything else but the the difference between a conspiracy is that it seems like it's like a detective type of thing like no you guys fuck what the media is saying i know the real truth but you're really doing the same thing that they're doing so i think that's kind of the problem with that like it's also fun to look into those but but take everything with a grain of salt and um, interesting question also. Someone said, uh, why is America sad right now? So sad right now. And, um, you know, we've we've always been divided. I mean, even look back to the, the Civil War. But 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 there was always a, a sense of patriotism. And, and, and really now there isn't. It seems like one side is more patriotic than other. And then the other side says, if you're patriot, if you're a patriot, that means you're a racist. So so there's a huge disconnection there mo- a lot of people do not feel connected to this country or the founding or the or the the bill of rights or the constitution like people do not feel connected at all and they feel lost and they will go join the weirdest the weirdest uh cult little cult movements um so yeah Someone else asked, why do Dems always want a redo? First it was the election, then it was the Mueller report. Um, Honestly, a lot of it has to do with social media. And the reason being is you you guys got to watch. There's a documentary on YouTube from... I for, his name is slipping my head right now, but it's called Hypernormalization. And uh, it's this British guy who has access to the BBC vaults of footage, and he puts together these really interesting documentaries. He, he did another one called Bitter Lake, which is also on YouTube. You should watch it. Very eye-opening. And um, what happened in this election that was different than the other elections is, is the disconnect from reality People, people have their side, whatever their side is, it's heavily curated. So if you're, let's say, addicted to Facebook or, or Twitter, it seems like your side is winning all the time because it's all you see. So it feels like your side is 80% of the country and then the other side is more fringe. So they, they, they honestly, people on the left, I think, feel like uh, conservatives also because conservatives don't have uh, they're not leaders in tech they're not leaders in academia they're not leaders in in entertainment they're not leaders in media uh, so it, it really creates this false reality where they think their side is 80% of the country and the conservatives are just 20% so they are still locked into that mindset that that something wrong happened because the everything they consumed for two years before the election was wrong but it can't be wrong because that's their reality so i think that um since they own all of those 
industries, it, it, it just, the math doesn't check out for them. Also, conservatives are inherently more quiet when it comes to um, the culture war. Which is why conservatives really need cooler people. Um, and, and people like Ben Shapiro and all of them, they're all, they're all uh, snakes. They, 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 why do you think they're still on Twitter or YouTube or Facebook? The real ones have been banned. The real dangerous people, and, uh, and air quotes dangerous people, have been banned. They're gone. So uh, I think that that's the reason. Next question. Man, the, 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 you know, usually the, my podcasts are a little bit more lighthearted and funny. But uh, it's, ha- it's hard when, when, um, when, you know, this week has been a shit show. Another person, view on guns. Uh, already spoke about that. Uh, let me see. How do you, how, <laughs> how to deal with people who only use one word responses? Is it me or is it them? It's you. And that's my one-word response. Uh, the fact that Dan Crenshaw endorsed red flag laws. Dan Dan Crenshaw is a congressman, a re- Republican, but he's also one of those other ones who will kind of will kind of take the bait of of the the, the narrative that the media creates. And uh, I also t- I t- I tweeted at him and, and Ben Shapiro this past week. And uh, let me read it to you. Because I, I disagree with him. One second. All right. He goes, he said, violence against another human being because of their ethnicity is one of the most disgusting forms of evil that exists. It must be rooted out. White supremacy has no place in this world. Um, sorry. It's always existed. It always will exist. It'll always be a fringe. And uh, basically my whole monologue was inspired by people like him. Um, but my response was, that's a lame talking point. The real problem is deeper than that. Why are people gravitating towards evil ideologies in the first place? Which is something we went over in the beginning of this podcast. So, um, yeah. Someone said, did President Trump, did Trump cheat for being president? My response, I wrote it down, was ha. And uh, I already answered that. Uh, what do you think about MMA and UFC? Just curious. Uh, I think it's great. Like like the military, I think more people should fight. Do some sort of martial art, boxing, something. You need to get hit. You need to know that there are consequences. I think people think that getting hit and fighting is um is is fiction. When I was a kid, I and I I, uh, I was allowed to watch rated R movies and and violent films, but uh, I also I also thought that I, it didn't really exist. I also thought that it just only it was only for entertainment. It was only in movies. And I think a lot of people are kind of like that now. Um thoughts on homeschool and Sudbury schools. I don't know what Sudbury schools are, but I think um the more I think about having kids, the the more I think about how school the schooling system is a scam. It's 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 actually the 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 negatives outweigh the positives. Um, I don't think I'm going to send my kids to school. I, I was talking about this to my dad also, that uh, back in the day, 
kids used to just leave their house. If they weren't in school, they, they wouldn't be home. They just wouldn't be home until supper time. And they would hang out with the neighborhood kids uh, and they would get in fights and they would solve their problems. And, and they would hang out with the older kids too in the neighborhood. So the older kids almost took them under their wing and there was like little gangs and little groups. And uh, and if something happened, they would actually physically fight or, you know, they would solve the problems them uh, with themselves. They wouldn't ask for parent. There was no parental supervision. That's like a new invention. Parental supervision is a new invention. And I think that, again, like school, like the school system, the the, the the positives are outweighed by the negatives. Parental supervision is horrible. And um, a lot of these a lot of this is because of liberal laws that have been put on the put on the books for the past uh, 30 something years where uh, people were afraid of kidnapping and all that because it was it was um, blown out of proportion by the media. The odds of being kidnapped were were zero to none. Uh, no, <laughs> and uh, it, it it it's um it, it's even less likely now because of technology. You know, kids have cell phones and all that. No one's kidnapping. It just doesn't happen. And then if it happens, it's it's like a family member or something. Um, I think that that kids are a little bit more resilient than we give them credit for. I think that they should be just roaming around, especially if you don't live in a city. And, uh, yeah, the schooling system, like college, is a scam. And also, I don't think teachers can, can handle boys anymore. Most teachers are women. It, not, it, it didn't used to be like that. Now, I'm not saying women shouldn't be teachers. Maybe a part of me is a little bit. But they just don't understand boys. They don't understand that they're different than girls. They're not as polite. They, they can't sit in a chair as long as a girl. And they're going to be more rambunctious and crazy than than girls. I also don't think that schools make anyone smarter. The IQ you're born with is 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 kind of set in stone. I guess I guess schools are about nurturing that, but they don't even do that. Like it's not going to make you smarter. Most of everything I've learned has been after school. Like I I was in high school, I was uh doing crazy shit to entertain myself cuz I hated it. And it, and it doesn't mean I was not a curious person. And the internet existed at that time too. So I was online all the time researching things that I was interested in. Furries. Furries are bad. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. How are you so wise in the ways of life? You know, I didn't have to read that. But um, I like compliments. I used to not like compliments, but I like them more and more. Um... I don't even think I'm very smart. I think that it's just that I don't like being bullshitted to. So I'm not going to just take everything like I like I was mentioning before. I'm not going to just watch the news and be like, well, that's the news. <laughs> Imagine just just living like that. I guess that's what happened today. There's no agenda. There's an agenda. There's always an agenda. Uh, just know that. Be a little bit suspicious of everything. Should Adderall slash Ritalin be banned as a prescription drug? And then uh, kind of a similar question. Do you think that 13-year-olds should have social media? No, I don't. I think that there should be there should be a law. The, sa the same way that there are cigarette laws, which obviously don't prevent. It's just, okay, 
laws don't prevent things from happening. But what they do is they kind of set the the what what we deem good and bad in society. So I don't think that a law will prevent a 13-year-old from being on social media. But I think that if we start realizing altogether that there's a major problem with it and with addiction to social media, like we did with cigarettes, um, that's kind of the first step at combating it. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't say throw an, a parent in jail for letting their kids on social media. I think that's crazy. Or even finding them. I just think that we should all kind of realize that this is not healthy. Giving your kid an iPad and saying, shut up and sit down for three hours straight so mommy can have her uh, wine time <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what parents do. Uh, is not a, It's not good. And you're, you're drugging your kid. And then back to the question of should Adderall slash Ritalin be prescribed as a prescription drug? No, because ADD is a new invention and it's not a problem. Kids used to tire themselves out. Like I said before, they used to go outside and tire themselves out. And uh, I, I, uh, I, you're, you're, you're killing your kids. And buying into the fact that you think that that's a problem that needs to be remedied by a crazy drug. Imagine thinking, uh, say no to drugs. Cocaine is bad. Take Adderall. You have to be one of the most gullible, dumbest people in the world. What kind of human being do you think you're going to make? And there's no nurturing anymore. You're just, it's done. You're letting doctors take your kids. You're letting uh, teachers brainwash them. You're letting politicians, I mean, they become pawns. Instagram deleting meme accounts. Um, what's happening now is anything fun, whether it be offensive or... Um, wrong the wrong opinion anything fun is banned right now and it's really funny how puritanical the 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 right the conservative right used to be very puritanical and it's really not the case anymore they kind of they kind of just want to be left alone um it's really weird how liberals have become super puritanical what do you think is a good compromise to the gun control debate? Is there one? No. Uh, I think gun laws are stupid. And most people with guns are good people. We have well, we have more guns in this country than people. You'd think that more... I mean, you'd think that we'd all be killing ourselves or killing each other. The gun deaths are relatively small compared to the amount of guns there are. Most gun deaths are suicide, also, or like a third of them are suicide, and then the other third is gun violence. Is um sorry, gang violence. The 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 mass mass shooting type things are anomalies. I mean, they're still rare. And then also, um, I saw a meme going around of uh of uh not uh, of countries. You know the flags, and then and then it says uh, mass shootings this year zero 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 zero, and then like Brazil three, and then uh, Switzerland one or one of you know whatever, and then the U.S. two hundred and something. Um, the ways that, and then and then people like they do with headlines, they just go, oh my god, this is a fact, and it's not. The different the, the different countries have different uh, methods of of s- describing 
uh, uh, mass shooting. Like, if you're walking down the street and someone shoots a, a gun a couple rounds and doesn't even kill anyone, that's considered in the United States a mass shooting. Um, and also forget the fact that people forget the fact that the United States is, you can't compare it to Japan. Japan, only Japanese live there and they're very tied to the culture in, in Japan. You're, you're not have you're not dealing with pe- different kinds of people clashing. And what's happening, especially because of mass immigration in this country is that there's thousands of different microcultures in the United States and they're all clashing with each other. I mean, forget the fact that uh, about the war on drugs and all that, which is a major problem and it adds thousands of gun deaths to our uh yearly yearly number yearly amount of deaths gun deaths but um we're the only country in the whole world that is this diverse so I don't think that 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 you can compromise. There's no gun control debate. Gun control is 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 a farce. It's bullshit, and it is um. Go go talk to someone in in Hong Kong, right now. They are there's mass protests there. You can't own guns. I actually saw a picture of a protester, in Japan. From a few days ago. And. Let me read it to you. It's a tweet. It, uh, original tweet was Beijing is prepping for a massacre in Hong Kong. Time for the West to put human rights ahead of free trade. Okay, whatever. I don't have an opinion. Uh, and then someone said, note that Hong Kong citizens have no guns. What happens to them? It's coming. And I expect the Chinese will combine it with this trade war business to take the sanctions hit. Okay, whatever. And then there was a picture underneath that s- said spotted at a protest in Hong Kong. And it's a Chinese guy uh, holding a sign that says, we need the Second Amendment. Uh, you can't see it on the live stream because of the light. I need a proper studio, you guys. Um, you, you People crave that in other countries. You need to be able to... Pr- the government needs to fear its people. Can't be the other way around. All right. Almost done with this podcast. Uh... Someone said, what do we do about math? I love how a lot of these questions were about guns in the shootings. What do we do about mass shootings? Now, the solution, which no one else is talking about, is we got to stop drugging our kids. And we need to find meaning in our lives again. And we need to, to care about the American culture. And for a lot of people, religion... And we got to stop being so nihilistic. We got to have self-control too. We can't live online. We have to have meaningful human interactions. We have to feel connected to our community and our, our, our country. But, but the, the, the main, main, main thing is the drugging of two, two generations in a row. But with heavy pharmaceuticals. The benefits of boredom. This kind of ties into everything I've been talking about. Um, so I got my car back, and my expensive car, and uh, I'm dealing with Range Rover right now, Land Rover. I have a case open with them, and uh, it's a lemon. 
The car's a lemon. The car, the, so the engine is fine now, but that's after fixing, fixing it three times. But um, the radio crackles. It's crazy. The car is beautiful, but the radio doesn't really work. It crackles. The sound crackles. Uh, the problems with the car, there's no end to it. I'll keep it if they if they slash my monthly payments in half. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe I'll get a new car. But the reason I'm talking about that is because I've noticed that I when I, since I'm I've turned off the radio in my car and it's silent, I can think. Driving is a little boring, especially in LA. There's traffic, but I'm thinking. I don't have anything to distract me. And we, the problem is the lack of boredom that we have. We we always have to be entertained. We always have to be watching something. We always have to be online. We always have to do something. And we're never left alone to think, except if you're in the shower or sleeping. And that's not enough. Yeah, you need to read books and all of that. Very important. But we need to be bored. Because that's when you're going to be alone with your thoughts. And you will come up with ideas. Maybe for a business. Maybe for a podcast. Maybe for I don't know what. But it's important to be alone with your thoughts sometimes. Reflect. I think that's why a lot of people like prayer and all of that. Because not only are they not thinking about themselves and they're thinking about something bigger than themselves, but um, they, they also reflect on what they, you know, have and, and they, they maybe appreciate things more. The benefits of boredom are, are huge. We look at it as a negative, but it's a very it's a huge positive. We're too entertained. Uh, last two questions. What do you? And then the podcast is done. Sorry, I just blasted your ears right now by yelling. Yeah, I, I hurt my own. I'm wearing headphones. Uh, what do you need? <laughs> what do you need when you go to Area 51? That's another fun thing uh, that that was banned. Facebook deleted that whole page. They deleted it. And uh, it's a joke page. You de- People were having fun and you deleted it. That's crazy to me. And then thoughts on TikTok. It's bad. I've never downloaded it. I've never had it on. My- I've never looked at it other than people. You know how people post videos? So I don't even know. I'm an old guy just saying it's bad because I just think it's funny to be that old guy that says things are bad, that new things are bad. And it's bad. We don't need no new social media, guys. Turn off this podcast, sit alone in a corner, and reflect. Reflect on everything I spoke about here. Was I wrong? Was I right? Did I change your mind? Do you see the world a little differently? Reflect. Get off TikTok and reflect. That is Sadcast episode 56. I am Sadwater. Here's a song. I love you. Bye.
dog.